Welcome to In the Stacks from the Half Hollow Hills Community Library. We're talking about the stories we love because we think you might like them too. From bestsellers to old favorites to undiscovered gems. We talk about it here so that you can find it in the stacks. Hi, I'm Charlene. And I'm Ellen. And we're librarians from the Half Hollow Hills Community Library. So, Charlene, with the Summer Olympics that have just passed, you have a book that deals with the Olympics from 1936. Will you tell us about it? One of the books that I'd like to talk about today is Unbroken by Laura Hillebrand, who actually, this was her second book. Um, she wrote Seabiscuit, and she interviewed probably someone that maybe a lot of us, I never knew until I read it, and his name is... I have to always check the Mm -hmm. pronunciation of his last name, Louis Zamberini. And um, he was a runner. And this takes place in during the Olympics of 1936, when they ended up uh, being held in Berlin. And this was Adolf Hitler's chance to highlight Berlin and how wonderful the Third Reich was. Louis had issues. Um, He was a delinquent. And it ended up that he was going the wrong way until his older brother, Pete, challenged him to a um, contest. And um, he lost. And this is how he started to get into the uh, running. I don't know what you call it, profession or the sport. The author, Laura Hillebrand, suffered from fatigue disorder. So she actually never really met him. She did 75 interviews over the telephone which I found really interesting to learn, you know, to learn about him. What happened with Louis was he actually did go in the Olympics. Um, He almost did a four-minute mile, which is record-breaking. And Adolf Hitler was asked to meet him. He was planning on running in the uh, Olympics that were going to be set in 1940 in Tokyo, but of course World War II came in. And he ended up joining the Army Air Corps, which is another reason why I read this book. My father was a World War II veteran, and he was also in the Army Air Corps. And he was flying B-24s. And um, those planes were known for able to carry bigger bombs, more bombs, but at shorter distances. So there was more of a chance of that plane crashing or having issues and not surviving the mission rather than being shot down by the enemy. And um, that's where that history with Louis begins, where um, besides him having the the strength and the to be this fabulous runner that he was worldwide known because of the record that he almost broke. It was four minutes and a few seconds. Um, He also survived on the water, a record-breaking 47 days, which was, as I said, record-breaking. There were three survivors on the raft. Um, They ended up, you know, killing sharks. Sharks were after them. And he also survived um, in a Japanese um, camp. And I found an interesting statistic. In the um, prisoners of war in Europe, out of 100 prisoners, there was one fatality. In the Japanese camps, out of every three, one wow. survived. It was, I, I read Unbroken too, and um, it was a, a difficult to read for me because of the, the suffering that Louis went through um, on the boat 
and then in the the uh, Japanese camp, and it was it was a tough read to sort of suffer along with them, and that made me not like the book so much. I, I thought it was interesting the idea of him being a runner, and um, how that sort of it was a metaphor, I think, for his endurance that he was able to overcome obstacles and become this record-breaking runner because he had perseverance and he could endure a lot of hardship. And and he took that skill, I think, with him on the boat and in the camp. So the two kind of related that way. But um, as I said, that was my issue with Unbroken. It was so I suffered <laughs> along with it was, Louis. It, was, it could be a tough read, and yeah. I had people come back to me, mostly men. Some loved the book, yeah. and some said it was very difficult, like you said. And, you know, he went to a survival training camp, or um, they had something running, and out of like 2,000 men, 15 took the course. Yeah. And he felt that that helped him, too. That makes sense. Um, I couldn't watch the movie. Now, this is such a book that, as we all know, great books are run into sometimes yes. mediocre movies. <laughs> um, Angelie Jolie did it. I couldn't watch the movie because, I, I, like you, I went through that in the book. Yes. And I found in um, investigating a little bit more about this when I use this as a book discussion that um, this book, this story, Louis' story, was always in the background of Hollywood movies. Tony Curtis wanted to play him, Is that which right? I found, you know, really interesting mm-hmm. that he would. And then, of course, he came back and he had a lot of issues. Yes. And another interesting tidbit is he was on the decline. And, you know, now we understand how when people come back from um, war problems in Afghanistan or Iraq, that they have this trauma that they're bringing back with them that really wasn't recognized in World War II. That's right. And And it did manifest itself with his problems after he got back and how to cope with his life. And he had, and now again, another big name, a saving figure. He went to a Billy Graham. That's right. That's right. I forgot about the Billy Graham angle. And he said it changed his mind because he said he prayed in the raft. He prayed to God. Yeah. So this is something that um, we both enjoyed. It's nonfiction. It um, reads like a fiction book, which now, if you have read any new modern nonfiction, they do happen to capture the audience with a fiction feel. Thanks for joining us. I'm Charlene. And I'm Ellen. And if you're looking for us, you'll find us in the stacks or at in the stacks podcast.wordpress.com.